I think one of the first mistakes that we make as consumers, because obviously there's not enough education around uh, maybe insurance when it comes to consumers, one would be under insurance. So if you've got your building and your contents covered, and obviously even your vehicle and stuff, it's very, very important to make sure that you cover it for the correct amount. You also need to make sure that, uh, because at Cambridge, uh, you, you need to be uh, able to replace all the assets that, or property that you would have lost. So it's very, very important for you to make sure that you have adequate cover for your property. When you are insured, it means that when you claim, your insurer will pay you probably half the value or not the exact value of the replacement amount of your property. And of course, that that includes uh, being being covered for for all sorts of uh, eventualities, if you will. We are having a rainy season, for example. We've seen flooding um, in 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 various parts of the country as well. Just over the last couple of months, um, you know, the unfortunate explosion in Boxburg just the other week as well. Uh, are you seeing that uh, you know, people, homeowners, if we're just limited to homeowners in, in particular, are in fact covered? comprehensively for, for all of these uh, you know possibilities here which at times you may have thought no this won't happen here but as as climate changes you never know what what could happen to your home look obviously you as a consumer you need to make sure that you've got comprehensive cover but what we often find in the industry is that people want to cut corners so they don't want to pay exorbitant amounts for insurance obviously because it's a grudge purchase they want to make sure that they pay as little as possible but in, in doing so, they actually um, cut up a, a few things to make the premium cheaper. But mm-hmm. when it comes to homeowners, you need to make sure that you cover for all the eventualities. Uh, things like your subsidence landslides and landslips, so that if anything were to happen, for instance, with the flooding and, and even possibly earthquakes, because obviously even the weather patterns are changing now, you want to be covered for such things, uh, fires, uh, explosions, mm-hmm. all those type of things you need to be covered for. And some of these covers, you need to add them onto your cover. So it's very, very important to also speak to maybe a broker, or even if you go direct, to make sure that you have all these things included. It's better to, to have insurance and you have these events happen and you know that you are fully covered. And then obviously you will have your, your property replaced. Because remember, insurance only does three things. It will either replace, repair, or pay out. Sometimes they would use a combination, so you need to make sure that you're adequately covered um, for these type of things. And obviously, when you look at now the unfortunate event with the Boxburg explosion, one would think probably the, the driver would have personal liability cover and his own capacity to cover for, for the losses, because I mean, even the death toll has risen to about 34 people mm. so far. Um, and also, there's another part to it. If he was acting on the mandate of the company, because uh, if, if it was during his working hours and he was instructed to deliver somewhere in that area or if that was his route to use or whatever the case may be, the company may, might also be liable because they would also have public liability cover to cover for such things. Because mm-hmm. obviously, I don't think the driver in his own personal capacity will be able to pay out for all the 34 victims because there could be also property damage and other survivors that we also want to claim against them as well. Yes. yes. So you need to make sure that you have all the types, all those types of covers obviously included in your in your portfolio. Mm-hmm. 
we've, of course, are still suffering through load shedding. We didn't have it over uh, Christmas and the uh, subsequent uh, holidays that, that, that followed. We were not having it um, over New Year's Eve and New Year's Day as well. But an ongoing, uh, you know, crisis as well in the country, household content uh, being damaged and affected by this. What can one, in fact, uh, claim for? What are we seeing within the industry that, that, that is uh, as a result of the crisis of the power cuts in the country? Yeah. So look, some insurers obviously will include power surge, will include lightning and uh, storms even on, onto the cover back. This is something that you as a client would need to opt in. So when shopping around, these are the questions that you should be asking your insurer if they do cover such things. I mean, sometimes even food uh, go off in your fridge or maybe your fridge malfunctions during the, um, the load shedding and you, you suffer from power surge. So you can claim against those things, but you need to make sure that you are covered before you can even claim. You, you can't buy cover and then want to edit later after you've suffered the loss. So mm. you need to make sure that from the onset it's added, it's added onto your policy. You know, just a moment ago, Defa, uh, you were saying that uh, often consumers want to save as much money as, as possible and not be paying, um, you know, high fees for cover and so on. Perhaps uh, somebody else may make the argument that insurance companies are always looking for every reason not to pay, um, not, in fact, uh, to, 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 you know, um, approve claims and, and so on. What are perhaps some of the more common reasons why claims would be would be rejected or insurance may not want to cover 100% of the damage, for example? Well, the first one would be misrepresentation. So a client will possibly claim that they've had insurance for a number of years without any losses or uh, any claims of some sort, because that would then give you a discount when quoting a client. Yeah. But then the cover will be in place, and in a claim state, obviously the insurer will then probably do a bit of background check, then they'll discover that the client actually misrepresented the, the fact. Then it would probably lead to a, a claim being repudiated or even drunk driving. So if, if I'm from a club and I've been drinking and I'm in an accident and then I will claim I was, I was very sober and blah, blah, blah happened and this is the reason why I'm claiming. But when the insurance um, does their own investigation, they then discover that I actually misrepresented the fact. So those are the incidents where um, a claim would be repudiated. And then obviously, because people talk, then they will say, no, these guys just don't want to pay. But mm. if you are truthful in, in, in stating a fact, then you shouldn't have any problems when it comes to claim state. And remember, even after the a claim has been repudiated, if you feel that you are hard done by the insurer, the assets that you can take, you can go to the ombudsman, and then sometimes it can be reversed if they find that the insurance is in the wrong, and then you will get your payout. But uh, oftentimes, when you misrepresented the fact, then it, it will still, um, the decision will still stay, mm. and it, yeah, you won't be paid out, unfortunately. So it, it comes with a lot of... Um, maybe education required around consumers so that they understand whatever they say or the things that they state they, or they claim to have and obviously when it comes to claim stage so that they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'll have to park it there this morning. Um, thank you very much, uh, 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 T4 Villagas, the CEO of Duelo Financial Services, joining us there on the line.